Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Consistently inconsistent. Yadier Molina, is there anything this guy can't do? And odds and ends, your best bets for you Redbirds. It's time to get caught up on the cards. With your Believe in St. Louis Cardinals podcast, uh, part of the Believe Podcast Network. I'm your host, Jason Kurtz, everyone. And, you know, we say consistently inconsistent. That's how I'm describing the Cardinals these days. Across all of MLB, is there any team as baffling, confounding, confusing in terms of not knowing what you're going to get, especially offensively, given one outing to the next? They're 8-8 eight and eight in the season. That's 500 baseball right down the middle. They're third in the National League Central. It's a five-team division, so they're right in the middle of that. And if you look at their last six games since we've last spoken, they're three and three. But, you know, more curious than the fact that they're three and three in their last six or eight and eight on the season is how the wins and losses have been coming. Look at the last six games. Three wins. They beat Washington 14-3. They beat Philadelphia 9-4. And they beat Washington again 12-5. So that's 14 runs, nine runs, 12 runs. In their losses during that time, Washington beats them 6-zip. The Phillies beat them 9-2. And then the Phillies beat them 2-zip. So in their three losses, they score a grand total of two runs spread out over three games. And in two of the games, they take a goose egg. In the three wins, they go 14-9-12. Quick math has that at 35 runs. If you had taken those 35 runs and sort of distributed them a little more evenly, over the course of the six games, you'd be getting almost six runs a game, which is probably good enough to win more ball games than it is to lose, assuming you get pretty decent pitching, which is an entirely different story. But looking at those three wins, I mean, talk about home runs. That first win, the 14-3 to outing, Goldie goes yard. Nolan Arenado goes yard. And Matt Carpenter, so happy to see that guy finally get the old monkey off his back. One night after... His first hit of the season, which was a bunt against a shift, he goes deep and had to sort of Carlton Fisk that thing inside the foul pole, off the foul pole, in fact, for his first of the year. In their next game, in which they had stellar offense, they scored nine runs. Again, it's homers. Yadier Molina with two. More on him in a bit. Paul DeYoung has one, and it's Arenado again. As far as the Molina homers, 
Both of them came as part of back-to-back Jimmy Jacks, one with DeYoung, one with Arenado. Uh, And in the third game that we're referencing, in which they scored 12 runs on Monday, DeYoung has a pair, including a grand slammer. Goldie again and Justin Williams. Justin Williams, by the way, doing a pretty nice job filling in in the outfield with Harrison Bader out and Tyler O'Neill also out. You know, spot duty, not a ton of at-bats, just 39, but he's got two homers. He's the only guy to produce any offense in those three losses. He had a homer in the 9-2 defeat at the hands of the Phillies. And he's also got six ribbies, and he's hitting 231. Again, spot duty, not a huge sample size, but with a couple guys in that outfield hurt, he's been doing a nice job filling in, uh, and that's proved important. Dylan Carlson is really the only guy who's played the outfield the entire season, and with two guys hurt, Justin Williams is doing a nice job. But as for those three games, look at those home runs. Three four and four home runs that's 11 home runs in those three wins and it's a theme for the season that the cardinals when they hit can hit for big power they have 25 homers on the year tied for first in all of baseball with the braves a year ago again shortened season they go yard only 51 times good for dead last in all of baseball so it's confounding to see the offense sputter on the days in which they come up almost empty, because on the days when it's rich, it's really rich. Here's what Mike Schilt had to say after the game Tuesday in which things looked uh, really good. He says it's exactly what we're expecting out of the offense. That's a very broad way of being able to compete regardless of the situation. You saw everything that we want out of the offense tonight, end quote. Uh, Totally agree. Here's the problem. On the nights when you're not seeing that offense, you're seeing next to nothing, and that's a tough way to win ballgames. So, consistently inconsistent, the Cardinals look very good at times, but they really struggle when the bats go quiet. So, figuring that out, developing a little bit more consistency will be key moving forward. Now, Yadier Molina, is there anything this guy can't do? It's our second segment this time around, and there's so much to talk about with Yadi, and you'll hear me talk about him all season. I freaking love the guy. Uh, He's so popular with his teammates. He's so popular throughout the league, and for very, very good reason. You look at Wednesday, he caught his 2,000th game with the St. Louis Cardinals. The 2,000 is good for sixth all-time, and he's the only guy that's done it with just one club. So looking at the list, you got Pudge Rodriguez, number one, Carlton Fisk, and Bob Boone. Then you go Gary Carter, Jason Kendall, and Yachty in sole possession of sixth place. Again, Yachty has done it all with the bird and the bat. The other guys have been on a bunch of different teams. Jason Kendall's at 2025, 2025 games. Gary Carter, 2056. So Yachty likely, assuming he stays healthy, will pass both guys this season and find himself in sole possession of fourth place on the all-time list. You know, and if he didn't hit a lick, what he brings to the table behind the plate would be enough. Uh, You know, the blocking of balls, the saving of runs, the managing of a pitching staff. It's the toughest position in all of baseball, physically. Grueling, demanding, in that crouch, game after game, night after night, taking foul tips off the hand, off the knee, off the shoot tops, uh, any sort of miscommunication with the pitcher, and next thing you know, Yachty gets one in the chest that he wasn't expecting. To be able to play that long and at such a high level and so consistently is nothing short of remarkable, and you know it's a reason he's so popular throughout the league. But again, that's, that's just his defense. If he didn't hit a lick, he'd be worth his weight in gold. But he somehow 
is swinging as powerful and as hot a bat this season as he has in his entire career. We mentioned the two homers on Saturday. Remember, uh, Yachty is 38 years old, going on 39. He plays the most grueling position in the game. And Mike Schilt has him batting fourth the last week. So your catcher, who's nearly 39 years old, is hitting cleanup. It's insane. He's got four homers on the year, 12 RBIs. Uh, DeYoung leads the team with five. Yachty with four. And we always talk about he's a future Hall of Famer. To me, it's a no-doubter, right? He's absolutely a future Hall of Famer as far as I'm concerned. He got career hit 2,000 last season. And some people think that sort of cemented the legacy in the resume. I think it was already there. He's the most important guy in the team, has been for a decade, maybe two. Uh, hits now with power, leads the club, and everything he does behind the plate. I mean, this is your Yadier Molina appreciation segment because the guy brings so much to the table and he means so much. Uh, here's Mike Schultz once more talking about Yadi. He says, I always thought of Yadi like an assassin. He's always looking for that opportunity to take you down. He's going to look and look, and he's going to study and study and study. He's going to figure it out, and when the opportunity presents itself, he's going to get you. And that's what he's been doing. He's been getting people for nearly two decades. He's seemingly absolutely ageless. He's the glue guy on the team. He's the one guy they can't live without. And he now has caught more than 2,000 games with the Cardinals, has more than 2,000 hits. When this career is over, and hopefully there's more left in the tank, it seems like there is, but when it's over... It lands in Cooperstown. That's one thing I'm certain of. All right, odds and ends. This is your gambling segment of the podcast. Best bets for the Redbirds. And uh, by the way, just a side note, why is there such a stigma around gambling in sports and gambling in baseball? Obviously, I'm not talking about Pete Rose betting on his own team or any other players. I'm talking about as us, the fan. Why can't we put 50 bucks on our favorite team? I mean... We spend all our life talking about IPOs and NFTs, but as soon as somebody mentions MLB and gambling, all of a sudden everybody goes nuts. No idea why that is. And just another side note on NFTs, non-fungible tokens. People like saying that. I love saying that. Anybody else walking around their house? Hit me up on Twitter, at JSKurtz07. Anybody else walking around their house seeing their husband, wife, mom, dad, and just saying non-fungible token? I really like saying that. But uh, as far as the gambling... Let's take a look at some of the odds, and this is something that we're going to review as the season goes along because I think it's interesting. The 2021 World Series odds. Atop the list, we have your Dodgers and your Yankees, L.A., N.Y., coast-to-coast, uh, coast, no surprise there. The creme de la creme for the National League of the Dodgers, the Yankees out in front in the American League. Let's take a look at our Redbirds, though. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, tenth down on the list. They're plus 2150 to win the whole thing. Um, and it'll be interesting to, to take a look at that as the season goes on. That's, that's to win the entire, the entire enchilada, the whole, uh, the whole of MLB. But if you look at just the NL, things look even better. Again, Dodgers out front, obviously, Mets, Padres, Braves, and then you have your Cardinals at plus 1,500. So your Cardinals are your fifth best or fifth most likely team to win the National League. And then you look at the National League Central, they're at the top tied with the Brewers at plus 185. So your your Cardinals and Brewers in the NL Central, they are your favorites, fifth most likely to win the National League, and we talked about their odds to win the whole thing. But it gets a little more interesting when we talk about position players and individual awards. 
Let's talk about the National League MVP, Nolan Arenado. How glad are the Cardinals that they got this guy? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. So he's plus 1,700. He's the 10th most likely guy as of right now. These odds come to you, uh, care of FanDuel, but he's the 10th most likely guy to win the National League. Acuna Jr., Juan Soto, Mookie Betts, those are your top three. Cody Bellinger, Francisco Lindor. So a bunch of good players. Arenado's going to have to make some, some real moves if he's going to climb the list. But not since maybe Pujols have the Cardinals had an MVP caliber type player. Just a side note on that. When you talk MVP, how long before we start seeing the aforementioned Yadier Molina on this list? In the true definition of most valuable player, is there anyone on the Cardinals that's more valuable than him? We're not going to see him probably show up on this list because it's such an offensively stat-driven list. But in terms of what he brings to the club, again, I'm going to show my love for Molina once more and, and, and say that you know he's as valuable as anybody out there. Cy Young. How about your boy Jack Flaherty? 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. He's down the list. He's plus 2,500 to win the National League Cy Young. DeGrom, Burns, Trevor Bauer, those are your top three. Scherzer is in there as well. So again, you know, Flaherty's going to have to make some moves to uh, uh, climb up the list. But, you know, he's 3-0 in the year. He's been gifted with fantastic run support. Uh, and he just hit 500 Ks, the fastest Cardinal to get to that number. So... As far as young power pitchers going, the Cardinals uh, have a good one in him, and we'll see what he can do as we look at the list as the season goes on. But here's the list that I'm really interested in right now in terms of where I think a Cardinal can really make some hay. It's Dylan Carlson as a National League Rookie of the Year. Again, he did play last year, but this is his Rookie of the Year candidate season. One, two, three, four. He's fourth in the list, plus 800. So, you know, he continues to stay hot. Swings the bat, plays that great defense in the outfield. We'll see what happens. He's probably going to move to one of the corner spots when Harrison Bader gets back, or if Tyler O'Neill gets back, then Carlson will move to right. So, you know, he's going to jump around in the outfield. But he figures to be in the lineup. You know, where they hit him may change. Uh, but he's been swinging a nice bat. He's done a nice job. He's a guy that they're really, really high on, and we're starting to see why. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see as the season goes on where and if Carlson moves up and competes for the National League Rookie of the Year. Again, these are some things we're going to take a look at as the season goes on. Your World Series odds, your National League, National League Central, Cy Young, MVP, Rookie of the Year. We'll keep an eye on that stuff. We'll see where our Redbirds are because it's going to be interesting. And as the team goes and the record improves or falters, we'll see if the odds change. You know, I think they will. I don't think that the Cardinals are the Dodgers right now, but I think they have a chance to climb up. And I think if they're a little more consistent on offense – we might really see this team blossom and put it all together at the exact right time. Again, it's only April, so still a lot of baseball to be played. You learn as a uh, kid in school that when you're doing one of these things, you say what you're going to say, you say it, and then you say what you've said. So to review, the Cardinals, especially offensively, consistently inconsistent, that's going to have to improve. We have a love affair with Yadier Molina. Don't expect that to stop anytime soon. The guy just keeps putting up numbers keeps getting things done, and keeps leading this club uh, in a way that only he can. And uh, best bets for the Redbirds, odds and ends. We took a look at World Series, Division, the pennant, and uh, some individual awards. So that's what we talked about this week. Much more coming up next week. Thanks again for listening. Uh, again, Jason Kurtz, I am your host, and this is your Believe in St. Louis Cardinals podcast, part of the Believe Podcast Network.
For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.